I tell you to sit y'all's asses down on the couch? You gave him three? No, I got. I brought two of my own. Two of your own. Oh, oh. My man, I, did I tell you not to wear them Givenchy shoes and tight ass pants? Fuck what you talking about, man? We can see. This it. He, we he can swear, see hey, he swear he's a pinnacle. Of we can see the veins in your calves look, in these motherfuckers. Got, he, look, you seen this, Bobby? Come on, man. Man, it's, hey, this is vintage. You know what I'm saying? We used to wear this at the prep. Remember? We did. Practice jersey. He brought it back. It's vintage. I am saying. Gary got his shoes like <laughs> Gary, Gary didn't even didn't do anything with the shoe when he took him out the at the box. Just left the laces as is. I know. <laughs> just like this. God, I would never wear that shit, bro. It's like the display I know, model. I know, man. Why, that's what it looks like. Those are Givenchy? Yeah, just pick them up, put them on, bro. Look, we had this discussion. I'm, I'm, on your on the on the last one. What you mean? What, he was talking about your shoes. I'm talking about your last one. He, I can't talk about them now. Just, wait, no, no. <laughs> he does this every episode. This is like his <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, you my boy, you my dog. And if you fucking with me and you like walking in my light, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you walking in my light, you can't be wearing shit like this, bro. You sick. I'm saying? I'll be talking to him too. Like, it's not like, I'm older than Gary, bro. I'm older than Gary. <sighs> and for some reason, he just stuck in this, I don't you know, 50 man. 50 year that dress like that? Who's like, 50? I mean, you, you dress like- He close. Like, <laughs> you dress close. like black new money. You know what I'm saying? This? Come on, bro. This is new money. No, no, I ain't talking about this. I'm talking about, I've seen you go out before. You wore a whole Gucci suit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop lying, nigga. This nigga wore a whole Gucci suit. I'm not lying. I was like, yo, bro, we was going I out to some never. bar. I no, would never. Now, let me be real with you. We was going out to some bar lounge, and my man showed up in a whole Gucci shoe. So, <laughs> Gucci suit. I was wondering when you had said that. No, Bobby, like, come really, on. Because I always see him in, like, you know. He go golfing and do all that. Yeah, yeah. So you see him win. golfing. We don't see him in the streets. <laughs> no, yeah. I, yeah, seen, yeah, well, I ain't yeah. seen him out. We be in the street, but I ain't seen him that out. And, no, like, and the staple. You the, got a Gucci suit? A whole Gucci suit. <laughs> I'm not lying. He got a whole Gucci, like a Gucci with a hoodie. A hoodie, a hoodie. <laughs> I didn't know they made him a hood. And he always, and yeah. I'm not lying. If I'm lying, I'm flying. This nigga stay wearing a L.A. baseball cap mm. with anything. That's true. That's he true. never not wear baseball caps. That's so not the, true, but, but L.A. Yeah, yeah, L, yeah. So with the Gucci suit. He got an LA baseball cap and he looking at me like, like, what's up? What we doing? Like, I'm like, nigga, what you mean? We go home and change it. I'm not going nowhere with you like this. Oh man, you know what's going with the show, man? All right, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? With three black guys on the couch. Where three black guys give you their opinion and their take on everything. I'm O'Neal. I'm Gary. I'm Rob. We three got black guys on the couch. Like and subscribe if you really, really, really want to see Gary in a Gucci suit, <laughs> a Louis Vuitton suit. An MCM suit, anything that, that match a silk, a short silk set, anything. He got them all. He got them all. He got them oh, all. <laughs> How you fellas feeling today? Good man, good. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. Man. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm man. great. I'm happy good. to be here. Good. Glad to have you, my brother. Glad to have you. Thank you for having me. So I have a question for you, just off the rip. How, how, how you and Gary uh, meet? How y'all meet? How y'all become friends? Uh, I mean, way back. I mean, family friends, but through school, my pops was a coach at. The school we both went to, yeah. and I knew him since before I went to the school. Yeah, and you know I was like the sad to say, not sad to say, but I was the no, no, no. It's okay. Say sad to say. He little Freudian slip. Freudian slip. Sad to say. I was the ball boy on the football team and everything yeah. when Gary was, you know, killing us the running back. So don't <laughs> 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 wait on that part. Don't wait on that part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I, Gary. I'm listen. I, Gary's an athletic guy. I give it to him. I, I'm gonna give you some love, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna give you love. I'm not no hater, bro. And then, and then, and then nothing. You're very athletic, and oh, you're like you're it. muscular, dude. You know all that stuff, here, man. Here it's just the way you dress. <laughs> you dress like a muscular dude, like <laughs> Gary. That type of dude that will wear like the, that that tight dry fit shirt to the club with some slacks and some gaiters <laughs> and a gold chain with a, a sailing anchor on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's oh, not, I, that, that I'm not feeling. That's cold. That's and y'all golf together? We do. Yeah, we be golfing. Who's a better golfer? He, he's he, he got me the last few times we played. I'm yeah. not gonna say he's better, but he's been performing better. Yeah, yeah. Do y'all really? Y'all really? Okay, so I've tried golfing. It was terrible, and I went to the driving range, and it was terrible. And I don't know if I'm a simpleton or I just don't have the patience for it. But what what's so? Because in my mind, when I see brothers golf, I'm like, man, y'all just golfing because everybody else golfing. Y'all only want to golf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But tell me, what's the draw of, of it for you guys? Uh, for me, it's just the the environment and like the, 
the calm of it all. Most athletes that really get into it, if you're competitive, it's something that challenges you every single time you go and play. So like, that's what I like about it. And gotcha, I, I agree. I think the competitive piece is, you know, we're all ex-athletes, right? I mean, you played high school football, right? <laughs> so, so being ex-athletes, man, you look to, for that competition, because you can no longer go out there slap on some pads or you play ball in the park if you want to, but golf is unlike any other for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's dope, that's dope. But I agree with you though. There is a lot of people that probably just pick it up just because everyone else is. But at some point you got to appreciate it because you don't see too many black golfers out there. Well, before you didn't, and now everyone's trying to golf and then they got to realize how tough it is, but they stick to it because of that competitive drive that you get from just trying to get better every time you play, so. Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, from my few experiences that are limited, it, it seems to require an immense amount of patience. That and, uh, it, it brings out the cretin in me because I just want to like hit the ball with the, you know, <laughs> the driving range. I have a great time, and that's no, sh that's you know, not a shocker because you can just hit the ball as hard as you can. Right. But yeah, I, I've been wanting to um, retackle it. And you a liar, man. No, I have been. I have been. Well, that's a, well, Gary. Gary, <laughs> that is a fabrication. You have never invited me out to golf. Never, not even once. Damn. So don't driving range, that. not the actual golf course. Uh, no, okay. not, not uh, would even you, there. By the way, would you take somebody out on the golf course that's never golfed before? Don't. Lie. I would take them on like the par three, maybe a shorter course. Can't do it. But we could go to Top Golf whenever we want. What we'll, we'll Top Golf? That's like hey, uh, I don't listen. Just, <laughs> just the way that came out of your mouth, out of your like, we doing the top golf. So that's how like golf, just, golf, like challenge said, golfers. It's like the driving range, like you said, but it's like more, you know, there's food and drinks and all that. Oh, so, oh, so I just want to go have fun in there. Right, right. <laughs> in a couple of hours, you see me throwing darts. Like I ain't golfing no more, man. I'm, right, I'm yeah. throwing darts. You'll so, love top golf. Top if you golf. like the driving range, you'll love top golf. Yeah, yeah I mean, um. You know, Gary probably told you, but like for me, the, the hobby, you know, I'm an enthusiast for like, I love jujitsu, right? Um, I didn't tell him. So surprisingly enough, not for the, the uh, aggressive aspect of it, but you know, it's like human chess. So I, I get, I, I understand what you mean when you say um, golf, it, it's never easy. Like it's, it's right, always right. some sort of challenge. And that's what I feel with jujitsu. Like I've been doing it for, gosh, 15 or 16 years and nothing seems like... It's get it's gotten easier. I haven't and figured. And someone could still come whip your ass. That's in, that's a higher belt. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Or sometimes, <laughs> or sometimes you get caught by a lower belt. You know, and it's ever right, evolving. Right, it's right. ever evolving. I think that's the uh, the addiction to it. Once people get introduced to it at whatever age, they become addicted because you go down this rabbit hole and it never. Um, it's not stagnant. It just keeps evolving. And right. keeps evolving. And it's funny you said someone that's even lower than you, you could you could end up you know losing a. Yeah. battle challenge whatever they call it because that's the same with golf too it's like i could say i'm as good as i am but i could have a horrible day yeah play against someone that just start. i could play against you and you could have a better day than me yeah <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Damn. yeah you wait you did you that's hear that in his voice he's like i play against you <laughs> the worst person that's ever in golf and, uh, hey when we were walking up rob was telling me about this app that he uh created it's a street parking app where we're able to reserve street parking for people so they don't have to waste their time, money, and gas when they're going to visit. Uh, what will what, uh, it be called? It's called Our Spots. Our Spot. Y'all need to look out for that. Our Spot. Our Spots, yeah. What is, um, some years ago, I heard some statistic that the city of West Hollywood made like $1.5 million a year on parking tickets, which was like... Mind blowing. Surprises not more than that. I mean, that was a while ago. Oh so yeah, I yeah. I'm sure it, it's know. way more than that now. Like, yeah, that's why. Like, if you see on the our Instagram page, we got all the stats where the money spent is like outrageous. Like, just from people, and not only that, just like the pollution from. So we have stats about in Westwood, where the pollution from just people just circling around. Looking for it is like wow, crazy. So it's like we'll, we'll be doing more than saving money and, and people's time. We'll actually be <laughs> saving lives. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You hear that? It's a parking app that saves lives. Y'all didn't even think about that. Y'all thought y'all was just gonna park. To clean the air. What's uh, what's the uh, IG page? It's also our spots, our spots, our spots with a Z. 
Our spots, S-P-O-T-Z. Yeah. Um, you're also a dad, right? Yep. Um, I have an eight-year-old. Her birthday actually just passed. Oh, nice, nice. Happy birthday to her. Yeah. So um, we're all dads here, right? We are. We are. And, you know, um, I was thinking about this a, a few nights ago. Like, uh, I was talking to my daughter, and um, she she wanted some money to go to homecoming or some high school stuff. I don't know. And I was, and I was thinking to myself, like, man... You know, your mind starts to roam, and you think about you think about homecoming, mm-hmm. and I, if you're a devious little boy, or you know what I'm saying, you're looking at. And I was thinking to myself, like, what is she gonna be wearing? Is there somebody that she likes at homecoming? And then my mind starts like going down these 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 dark alleys, and there's you know, there's a girl dad, man. I mean, do you do you do you let your mind go that far? Do you do you like do you fear all that? Because my my daughter's 15 now, and I'm just like, man. I keep talking to myself like, okay, prepare yourself, prepare yourself, prepare yourself, prepare mm-hmm. yourself. And just, you know, don't make her feel weird about anything because you don't want her to not talk to you right. about anything, right. even though she don't talk to me about it. I'm going to sit anyway. back and listen on this one. My daughter is about seven weeks old. You got some time, man. Rob, I mean, what do you... you... I agree. I think it's a natural feeling to have. Well, my daughter's only eight. Yeah. But I think it's, I think it's just always going to be a natural feeling to have. And you're right, though. It's like you don't want to put too much pressure to make them feel like, oh, I can't talk to you about anything or, you know, whatever, or what they're wearing or, you know. But I think it's just so natural that it's like just being around is enough because for the ones that are out there or whatever we want to say, their fathers aren't, you know, as hands-on as you may be or I feel like I should be. And I think that's just where it lands at, where it's like you just got to be hands-on, be in their life. Don't be the best friend. Keep shit in check. Yeah. And that's it. And you're just like, all right. Cause that's how I do. I'm yeah. just like, all right, I'm not going to be your best friend yeah. all day, every day. I got to check your ass sometimes. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Rob. <laughs> different story over here. A different story over here. Because I, I was, you know, Gary's heard me say it. He's seen the interaction with me and my daughter. And I've talked to her like she was basically one of my boys since she was zero. You know what I mean? And, no, yeah, I feel that. You know, it's, it's such a unique. I love our dynamics. I do. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, sometimes they get, you know, they get a little beside themselves and they'll say something like, who do you think you're talking to? But uh, nah, what, what, I've been like that with my daughter since day one, man. And, you know, I, I haven't suffered the uh, repercussions of, luckily, just uh, obviously her mom has done a, a splendid job, but um, the repercussions of talking to your daughter like she's your friend or, or like she's an adult, you know what I mean? The pitfalls yeah. that I've discovered. And I don't want to say I don't treat her like my friend because me and her, well, me and her mother, we're not together, but, you know, like, Going against the grain of like, however her mother may be. Yeah, you know, I don't want, I'm not saying anything about her. Her mother's great, but, <laughs> but yeah, the moms are great though. The moms, are yeah, I'm not with the mother's mother. Great, mother they all are great. Like I'm just saying, like, you know, she treats it more like, oh, let her do anything she wants, anything, mm-hmm. whatever. So it's just like sometimes it's like, all right, well, I just want to make sure you know, this ain't if this is cool with her, but this ain't cool with me. Yeah, and my daughter's sweet, so she understands, and she'll just be like, "Okay, cool." And they, you know, we just got to make it, keep it as equal and sound tricky, man. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I, I love the way you described it, but yes, it is, it is, it is a tricky thing because if she's accustomed to one thing, and then she comes and sees you, and she's like, "Yo, what's up? This is what we do over there." And you're like, "This ain't what we do over here." Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You know what I'm saying we move a little differently. Unfortunately, again, Rob. I am the lenient one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am yeah. the lenient one. You know, I'm the one that's like, you don't let you smoke weed? We're going to smoke weed over here. I'm just kidding. I'm just, kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I'm the lenient one. I'm the one. She's like, okay, well, let's go out to eat every every day. Let's, you know, I don't want, you know. No, yeah, I do all that. It'd be yeah. like little shit. It'd be like certain songs. Like she might want to listen to. Like I may have done it before until I realized I'm like, wait. They talking about some crazy shit on this song. Yeah. And I'll be like, nah, we can't listen to that. And she'll be like, well, me and mommy listen to it all the time. I'm like, well, you ain't finna listen to it with me. So let's talk let's about that. To this. Wow, you just you just made me think of something. What is that? Because I feel the same way. Like, no bullshit. When I'm in the car with my daughter and 
a, a rap song come on and it's Meg or it's Cardi or whoever, City Girl, whoever, and they talking about, you know, sitting on a nigga thing, thing sucking a nigga, he gotta eat the pussy, and my daughter be like, I'd be like, I'm like I feel, <laughs> first of all, nah, bro, 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 I don't listen to it, but sometimes she's jumping in the car, she's like, I wanna play this. I don't be listening to them songs, I don't listen yeah. to the, none of them rappers I name. I don't really listen to city girls. Just remind me of the, uh, you know, the Luke, the Luke girls from the '80s and stuff. They just, you know, regurgitating right. all the, all the '80s rap stuff. So I'm like, they sound the same. But sometimes she's like, oh, I'll put the song on for me, and she put a song on, and I won't know the words. And I hear, you know, I'm suck on the, you know, I'll suck on the things, eat the pussy like a motherfucker. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm looking at her, and I feel so fucking uncomfortable because I'm like, oh god, don't talk about eating the pussy. We, we, yeah. Let's go watch. Let's. You don't. just let it ride, though. Huh? You just let it ride. Sometimes I'll let it ride in her, like it'd be a knife. It'd be like a knife in my stomach. And other times I'm like, turn this shit off. But sometimes I'm just like, man, do I say something every single time? Because I don't want her to think. You know, I'm like, you can't do nothing. But on the other hand, it's it's no, uncomfortable. It made that. me feel like, is, is it because, well, let's just be real. Is it because, as, look, at, look at Austin. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, say it. Say it with your chest. Is it because of, you know, when we were little boys. Right. Or, and young men, we was up to no good. Yeah. And we wanted girls to. That's why you're shook about homecoming. That's why, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 15 year old you. Yeah, I was like, devil horns popped up. I was like, homecoming. You already know what it is. You at 15, the 15 year old and the teenagers now is, is totally different. That's another thing. You know, they totally different now. So it's like, you really got to just be like, I mean, you said she was 16? No, she's 15. 15. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's going to homecoming. Even my daughter, she's only eight, but I still got to be like, you know, like the TikTok shit, all that shit. That shit is like, None of none of that's happening right now. Like, yeah. you know, like she has to go to her friend's house to come back and be like, "Oh, I saw this on TikTok." And Rob make me feel terrible. I made mean, during the pandemic. Nah, I don't want you to feel. <laughs> during you, you, during you the pandemic, said, all I did was make TikTok dance with my daughter. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all we did, bro. Like, <laughs> made me feel like a terrible been, dad. It, dude, it's no, good to no. do all that with your daughter, man, and and because I've seen your relationship, but I couldn't do the music thing, and that, yeah, that's past. That's because you can't yeah, dance. Perfect. No, I'm talking about <laughs> the dancing thing is one thing, but yeah. if you were talking about Meg the Stallion. Oh, that, 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 that yeah. Wrong. Yeah, wrong. man. I don't know. I, I, I've i often, you know, sat with myself and thought to myself, <laughs> can you tell this fucking me up? Uh, and like, do I feel this way because of how we were as young men? You know, because I, I, I feel like that is the reason. Because I'm like, like you said, back then, 15-year-old us, we were a certain type of way. Now... Society is more over-sexualized than it's ever been. Yeah, very Ever. But so. she's shown me. I've looked at, like, her, her her friend's IGs and stuff like that. Man. Oh, yeah. Man. I'm ter- I'm like, what the? You know, I, I shout out to her mom that she's, you know, the, the upbringing. What'd you, say, what'd, you, what'd you guys say, Austin? What'd you, what'd, I see you shaking your head. What'd you, what'd, speak your mind, bro. I'm not. I'm not a parent, so I'm not. I can't. I'm not going to speak on it because I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a father. Yeah. yeah. What you I laughing 15, for, man? No, what you laughing for? Then? Because it's just like you're, you know. That's like. <laughs> Put the mic to your mouth. Put the mic. The politically mic. correct answer to be like, oh, shout out to her mom. Do you think for your the, daughter's for, friends are hot or what? For the body. For the, <laughs> Jesus. For the for the body positivity. Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I don't want to. Like I don't think you can spin that. <laughs> um, and then, first of all, anybody who knows me knows I'm not politically correct. I'm just trying to suss it all out as a father because, yeah, I mean, you know, when you see your daughter's friends dress a certain way, you're like, what the fuck? And then you look at your daughter and you're like, these are your friends. My mom had a saying. Not that my, my daughter's like that because she's not, but show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. So I think when I say shout out to her mom, when I say, I'm going to make, make this very clear. When I say shout out to her mom for doing a great job, like Rob said her mom, his, you know, his daughter's mom did a great job. It's because my daughter can have friends that dress a certain way or move in a certain way and not move that way. I and I think that's a, a testament to, the, to her. She got a friend's mom. Uh, what? I thought you were saying shout out to the friend's mom. No, no, I wasn't about to shout out to the friend's mom for it. I don't care about that. I don't care about the friend's mom. Shout out to the friend's mom. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about that. But um, yeah, I mean, I just feel a certain type of way because I'm like, man, it's because I know little boys now are just up to super duper no good. If we was up to no good, they up to super yeah. duper no good. They definitely was worse than us. And we was probably all bad. Yeah. Oh, definitely we definitely were. Well, not uh, you should let shit slide like that, man. Oh God! <laughs> what would you do, G? What would you do, man? Look, you got a ways to go, you, but but, yeah, but don't act like no. So so I, I get it because you don't want to make your daughter feel alienated, yeah. right? And feel like okay, well I can't 
be open and honest with my dad or he's so strict that when they go to college, they act a fool or, or whatever, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, but, 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 there's certain things I'm just not going to allow. Like what? What you so, not going, hold so, up, so, what yeah. you not going to allow, G? So, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Like certain wardrobe, not happening. I don't, obviously, you see how I dress. She got to wear the same basic ass hoodie and stuff that I wear. <laughs> you going to make her wear some LA hat wherever she go? <laughs> she may die. <laughs> I don't want to wear this LA hat. <laughs> no, but, but in all seriousness, like, man, the way that fashion is going, when I see girls that, you know, I live right down the street from, from Campbell Hall and Notre Dame, I think. Yeah, my daughter go to Notre Dame. Right? And there. you see girls leaving leaving the school, and I'm like, yo, they well, let them wear this? Well, well, hold on. Notre Dame, they wear uniforms, bro. They wear hoodies and, like, dickies. They wear skirts. Because well, it's, like, part of the school uniform. I understand, but, look, a skirt is... Anyway, man. Well, you want to dress like Amish? You know, no, you'll be, no, no, but you can't roll a skirt. I shouldn't be able to see a 15-year-old, 14-year-old's ass cheeks as they leave the school. And that I think that's pretty common nowadays, at least for me. So for me, that would that would never happen. That gee, would never I, happen. I, I, I'm sorry, gee, I don't see any 15 or 14 year olds ass cheeks. I'll, I'll just, I'll just tell, we're I'm just telling. We have to edit this part out. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, when these girls leave like the school yeah. that I'm around, like I wouldn't let my daughter dress like that. But that's the same way I wouldn't let. I, again, this is me. Yeah. I wouldn't let my daughter listen to certain type of music around me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not going to be like, oh well. I'm gonna let you listen to Meg the style and I'm gonna sit here while she talks about WAP just because I don't wanna make you feel uncomfortable. You know, hold up. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, going even back to like the 80s of like Alice Cooper, like the most popular music is always the music the parents, like if, if sure. the parents hate you, the kids love it. Like Alice Cooper, you know, then it's like me growing up, like Eminem, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was like the suburban white, you know, family, like he's the enemy. He greatly like, influenced Mar you, Marilyn right? Man said, like that was like public enemy number one. <laughs> he didn't need, I don't think he realized that was a shot I mean, against him. That was for everybody, even. For, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah, like, like Megan Thee Stallion, for like, for you, it's like, you look at her like, man, I don't, like I don't approve of it, but how are you gonna, it, saying that's just gonna push her towards like. Yes, yeah, I, 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 I get that, but like, look, man. I feel like I'm one of those parents that'll be, I understand you're not, you're probably gonna do it when you're not around me, but I'm not gonna let you do it in front of me. Like, I'm not gonna let you smoke weed in your room. I'm not gonna let a boy be in your room with the door closed. Like that old fashioned shit that people yeah. be like, well, why not? She's gonna have sex in the car somewhere. Like, I'm not, go I'm not gonna go for it. That's true, but the Don't, smoke yeah. weed part, I think at this point, once she's older. Like, How old? When you think that she, we want to start smoking weed. You would just have to be, be like, bring that shit in the house. Don't do it nowhere else. If you're going to, if you're going to sneak around, do it. I'd rather you just be here. And that's kind of what like I learned, like even with the, you know, the kids we went to school with, it was like, yeah, yeah for sure. They kept them all in the house. And they got to do whatever we they wanted. weed in the house. And yeah. it was like, we were all there. And it was just like, okay, at least you're not out in the street somewhere smoking weed. All the other shit. The music and all the dressing, like, yeah, that shit gotta be checked because I think that's all a push on sexualizing younger girls quicker than usual because we didn't have a bunch of Megan and Stallions and shit before. We had Lil Kim and- I can't know, go for none of that in the house though, bro. Nah, I mean, I, I, for you know, me, like smoking weed, none of that because I feel like I'm with Gary on this. Really? Well, yeah, yeah, well, because you guys are like you have an old school mentality. We're both like Eminem too. And you both like Eminem too. I like Eminem too. I'm <laughs> just saying, I would rather no. I would rather I do too. know that she's smoking weed with friends than her faking like coming home high as shit, and I gotta be like, "What the fuck is wrong with your eyes?" Type shit. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like we know they're gonna smoke it. Yeah, they go, look, I expect I expect kids to experiment. Right? And by the way, this is no different for my son than it is my daughter, right? I expect kids to experiment. And I think that, you know. There's definitely when, no difference, yeah. Yeah, when, when, if my son were to come in the, the house and I could tell that he was inebriated, right? There's a certain way that I would handle it at that time. I'm not going to, hey, you're grounded for two weeks. And like, I'm not yeah. reacting like that. However, I'm not going to say, hey, man, uh, yeah, you, you, you don't look too great. Next time you decide to do it, do it upstairs. Tell your friends to come over here and do it. That doesn't make sense <laughs> to me, personally, right? Well, yeah. no, I wasn't saying bring all your friends No, I, I understand. I'm not, no, I'm, not, I'm not comparing to what you said, but I'm saying I don't feel just, comfortable with it happening in, in the house. And it's not a shot at you, obviously. It's more a shot at O'Neal. <laughs> what? 
listen, I, I don't. I don't think Rob and I are saying that. What we're saying is this. First of all, you sound like the good Reverend Doctor from Jungle Fever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wasn't the sweet nectar of another woman's fruit that late? <laughs> y'all, if y'all too young, y'all know what I'm talking about. Look up Jungle Fever. Y'all look at that reference. It was funny as it fuck. Was, it was funny. Yep. Um, you can't, I don't think you can be so stern and rigid and, and you know, pastor-like. I understand that you, yeah, you like you sound like a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you're like not in my house. We're gonna pray. Everybody join hands. I mean, come on, bro. I don't think you could do it like that. Wow. I, I agree, with Rob, because listen, and and Austin too. When they say when you try to steer them away from that, they're gonna be like, what is what is he trying to steer me away from? He's like, I, I gotta listen to it now. I gotta do this now. No, but I'm, on the other hand, I'm not saying come in. You know, that's how. If next time you go to a party, just bring the cocaine and the party to my house. Everyone's, you know. I'm not saying that. I think there's a happy medium. So what are you saying? Well, but listen, <clears throat> I'm I'm like I was talking to my daughter. Man, she might kill me too. She might be, Dad, stop talking about me. Don't, don't even mention me. Just say it's just say I flew to another planet. <laughs> Go back, erase every episode and say I, I'm not even there. Don't talk about me. Um like I was talking to her and I was like, listen, man, when you go to college. Yada yada woo woo, you know what I'm saying? Don't too much, don't do too much at everything. You know what I'm saying? Don't do too much drugs. Don't do, don't do anything. Be able to pull yourself. Uh, the biggest skill and attribute you can have is being able to leave the party before the party's over. Being able to take a puff and give it back. Being able to pull yourself away while you're in the midst. You know what I mean? That's the biggest skill set a young person can have. Not doing too much. Because everything they, in moderation. I, everything I, in moderation. Yeah. Because they, they're going to want to experience things. But if you move around talking about it, don't do this, don't do that, don't no, listen to that music, put on Kirk Franklin. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Mahalia I'm Jackson. Austin, check this out. If I, okay, I'll ask you. You don't have any kids. He got right some. He just don't. He got some. He just don't know about it. Right <laughs> now, you let your daughter. And this is a question for both of you. Yours is closer to that age. So, fifteen. Are you letting a boy Don't ask come me nothing uncomfortable. No, are you letting a boy come to, to your house, go up to the room and lock the door with your daughter? Now? Not not lock the door. Not lock the Close door. Close the door? No. But 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 he can come over. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't I ain't gonna be no I ain't gonna be no, no awkward no, no, weird dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come over is fine, but yeah. you know. I don't think yeah. there's many people that do that. I mean, I don't know, but Come over, lock Man, the come door. On, bro. Yeah, anybody. What, what, what little boy got never, enough nerve to come with the? Hey, hey, Mister Suspicious, uh, we gonna lock the door. Bro, you never gone <laughs> like, to yeah, a, girl's, bro, a, a girl's house and close the door in high school? No, I never. I know I did that. You did that? Me? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm not surprised, Gary. But I didn't close the door. Then who locked it? Who closed it then? It was her house. She did. And and the, and the dad and the mom was there. Yeah, she was a black girl. She was she wasn't black? No. So what color was she if she wasn't black? Uh the score. She, uh Jewish and she was maybe Persian. She was white. Persian, Persian, Persian. Rob, Rob, Persian. Rob, I, I'm just curious. Persian. <laughs> You done backed himself into a corner. <laughs> Rob, I love. Give me some. I appreciate you, Rob. Give me some. Give me some. Wait, Rob, hey, Rob, Rob knows plenty about about the high school days. Yeah, like, well, that's what I was who, gonna say. Who, 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 I was yeah. gonna say it was never no black girls. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I mean, school, and, and I don't know black girls. I mean, we school about, with a bunch of rich white girls. You know, white yeah. girls that they parenting probably wasn't even there half the time. We was sitting. Yeah, I don't know. Day. No black parents is gonna be like, oh, y'all closing the door. Okay, so as you close the door, you hear it. Right. Somebody come up the steps, somebody getting thrown out the window. Right. I never had, yeah. listen, man, sure. I'd, I'd be like, let's just sit down on your couch. Hi, Mr. Johnson. Right. But, you know? but okay, so so have you ever heard of a, a black parent being like, yeah, you could smoke weed up the house? Um, no. 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 I but y'all are willing to be those parents. But we're not, we're not our parents. We didn't grow up back then. This is, saying, we have to parent is, different ways. But this is. I'm not going to encourage it and I'm not going to suggest it. If it's if it happens to work its way from the cracks and the depths of hell and work its way up and I see, I see it lingering, I'm gonna try to find a way to maneuver around it. You feel me? I'm gonna try to find a way to move. But you I'm can't not gonna smoke weed in this house. Maneuvering is a good word That's to use as because you as gotta you have to maneuver around. I think you can educate and like normalize certain things about like what it is. But like I'm, I'm like I said, I'm I'm rocking with Gareth. Like you can just you can draw a hard line on something and not try to make be the cool dad, you know, for every level because no, you're not right. going to be able to. And my thing is, I'm not saying we inviting the whole damn gang in there. 
<laughs> I'm saying, are you, are you chilling at the house? It's maybe just you and your homegirl. Like, so me, I, I, she sees me smoke. She might not, I tell her I'm smoking flowers. This is what I'm doing over here. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. Right, right. But my daughter's also younger. She's younger than a teenager. She's eight, but I'm like, I'm just smoking this. She doesn't know what the effects are and all this. Yeah. When it comes down to it, it would be like, okay, this is what y'all, because like I said, like her mother is also, they do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Not saying they smoking, I'm just saying, I know her mother smokes too. Yeah. So it's a thing where it's like, when it comes down to it and she's like, oh, okay, that's what, that's what you were doing. I might have to be like, okay, you're 16, whatever now, you're gonna try to smoke. I'm about to smoke right outside with you. Mm-hmm. And it's just us. And then you're gonna go like, I'm not letting you drive or do anything. You right. gotta be in our house. And hopefully at that time, I have a huge house and we're, you ain't gotta go nowhere. Right, right. Yeah. Well, maybe, it, you it, know it, what? It ain't a thing where it's like, have the party at our house. Right, right. That's have it. fun. And then randomly someone brings this other drug over and then and then I go to jail because- Yeah, I, you don't want that. That's extreme. Yeah, but don't you feel like there's a certain point, and it's not a bad thing, is like, do you feel like your kids follow after, like they want to do the things that you're doing? You know, I don't, so as it stands now with my daughter, um, she's such an individual that I, there's, there's some things that she, takes up, you know, takes after me and other things she she just doesn't. She's 100% her own person. You know, what I mean? when I say 100%, and she plays sports too. Sports keep her so occupied. Mm-hmm. I mean, so occupied that that takes I mean, but the active it, that's that's you though. Yeah. So I mean, um no, for my case, no. Everyone's different. What, what, uh like I do music. So she loves to be she come in and like always be like, "Oh, how about this beat or anything?" But not like smoking or anything i don't even think she would be into it just because she doesn't know what it is i'm actually doing she just sees me puffing something and it's just like okay that's just what he's doing it's not something like that's what i'm saying she she's not even there yet to understand like oh there's options to get high or do this and it feels this way or and when it starts coming to that then i'll be more like on point with it when Mm -hmm. i'm talking about it or explaining <laughs> to her, whatever it is, but anything else, I, we're so active in other things. I don't think she even pays attention to that. Like, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. I'm at the point now where I don't got to worry about it. <laughs> if she's turned 16 or whatever, or like how she's about to go, your daughter's about to go to homecoming and <clears throat> there might be people smoking weed or something there. I feel like it would be, that's when it's like explained where it's like, you may do this, but don't fucking go nowhere. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, be as safe as you yeah, can. And if yeah. you can't figure that out, then your ass is going to be in trouble because you're not 21, you're not 18 years. So guess what? You're going to be in trouble as soon as something happens. And then that's just a part of life, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I think, look, you can't protect your kids from everything, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not pretending that I that I can. Yeah. It's just... You know, there's a hard line at, at home. And look, there's more than one way to raise children. So, you know, I don't know what's wrong or what's right. Um, but yeah, it's just a personal personal thing. I mean, you don't you don't you don't get a, a handbook when they come out. So right. Right. everyone everyone will tell you what I find interesting is everyone will tell you this way will work and this way will work, but there's no there is no way. I mean, come on, we were coming up, we got beatings with belts. Right. You know, you have to go pick Extension your switch. Course. Extension right. cord. Extension cord? Yeah. Extension cord. Um, they go tell you. My dad broke a motherfucking brush <laughs> on my ass. Yeah, think about that. <laughs> now, and now when I talk to people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Think about oh. how, and then the lashes that it leaves and the marks. And now when I talk to people, they're like, uh, O'Neal, that was child abuse. Yeah. Or they're like, uh, you know, you got some emotional trauma. Back then, we didn't look at it as, no. as emotional trauma. White people, though, saying that. It, Yes, all white people. It's all white people. This is, this is yeah. interesting because a lot of people, because I got spanked growing up. Yeah. And then I, you know, like, I I feel like this is like, there's a race relations conversation about 100%. Spanking, oh, yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah, white parents agree. are so, I, I don't know what the numbers are, but I mean, I'd be curious to see like what, what, 
what parenting the viewpoints are. Yeah, on, that's on, a great. On let's let's, let's great see. Question. Let's see. We're about to see if there's a certain number. Yeah, but you're right. It's mostly white people. It, like, and it's a generational thing too. Because right. now my, like too. my my brother and sister are like, I can't believe you guys spanked us to my parents. Like, I can't believe you did that. I can't, like, I could never do it. You know, and I look at him like, man, spank this, you know, like, right. like Immediately. he's, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, he doesn't check his ass. Immediately. You know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah. yeah. Nah, for sure. What, what's yeah. that? What's that? So, uh. Wait, you, have you ever spanked your daughter? Never. My daughter, nah, man, come on, it was too late for that. When she was one, it was too late to spank her. <laughs> we have, you? we have logical conversations. I, I hit, I spanked her probably one time and after that time, there was never a disagreement. Okay. But it was like a pat. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like a whooping. Belt. It wasn't a whooping. Yeah, it wasn't a whooping. It wasn't no, I don't, like, I don't want my kids belt. See, this, this number is- Thousands of times. This number is interesting. Look, fellas, like, look, uh, what? 89% of black parents, 79% of white parents, 80% of Hispanic parents, and 73% of Asian parents said that they have spanked their children. Now, even though that's supposed to be some stat, let me tell you something. Something is vast. <laughs> There's a vast difference between black parents whipping their kids and white parents. Like oh, I said before, sure. I would be told now as an I have I have been told now as an adult that what you know what I what I dealt with as a kid was borderline abusive, and I'm like, er, didn't seem like that to me. <laughs> I I have a story for you. Um, so one day. And she's probably gonna kill me for saying this. Oh Lord, my daughter gonna have my phone gonna ring off the hook when this airs. Um, she she was about, and this is probably Rob, the downfall of talking to your kid like they're an adult. Because at a young age, my daughter could just form sentences and talk to you and talk. She was just too smart. Right. I think she's about four or five. We're at the Fairfax um flea market, you know, right off Melrose in uh, Fairfax. And I'm there with this girl that I'm, I'm, I've been talking to for a little bit. And um, I'm walking <laughs> through the flea market with her, right? So she started throwing a little fit, you know, acting a certain type of way or whatever. So I'm like, man, come here, man. You know, I'll do the blah, blah. Come here, I pinch her, right? I just little, little baby little pinch. She, and you know, Fairfax be jam packed, mm -hmm. right? So this is the middle of the day. Maybe it's like 1230, it's a hot summer day. She's, <laughs> she's like, ah, <laughs> ah. I'm talking about like I'm like I'm trying to kidnap her or something, right? <laughs> so I'm looking around, all these white people looking at me, everybody black, everybody looking at me, and I'm just like, <laughs> she's like, ah, she pulling away, like you know the badass kids in the store yeah. pulling away. She pulling away, and then she hit me with this, and I'm not bullshitting you. She was like, ah, I thought you wanted to spend quality time with me. Uh -huh. <laughs> I wanted to rip her little arm off the socket, bro. I <laughs> I'm just yeah. talking about it stung. I was so embarrassed, bro. And the girl, oh, the girl I was with was looking at me like, well, you ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, you done fucked up this whole situation. <laughs> you know, and I was like, man, I shouldn't, you know, she's a little too smart for her own good. But um, I thought about that, like in the hood, you gonna get your ass whooped right then and there. I couldn't, I couldn't have no, I couldn't, yeah, I had to loose her. After she said that, yeah, I was like, okay, hard. Not only in the hood, wherever you was at. Wherever you wherever yeah, you was wherever at. Wherever you was at. Like I got homies like that where they like, they don't play. They'll be right, we'll be right in the middle of Target. <laughs> and they will just go off. And I'm just standing there. I'm like, I'm not their family, but right. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> just looking. I'm not walking away from them like I don't know him, but I'm like, damn, he oh, yeah. just don't give a shit. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do it, man. You can't do it. No. You, but wait, well, stop, stop. Just a few minutes ago, you were talking about no weed, no nothing. Yeah, that's fair. You was good that's Reverend actually, Doctor, and now you those, can't do it. Those are two different than whooping, than, than having an all out. Whooping. Has little man ever embarrassed in front of people? Yep. And what you do? I take him to the side and I yoke him up by his elbow like I do you. And, <laughs> and I get stern with him and he understands. What'd you say to him? Go ahead, go ahead do it, do it. Not, not, yoke my elbow, I'm sure, I'm sure, show him. Show him what you do. <laughs> you know, you, your parents say something to you. you can't yeah, really yeah, that whisper. Then stop playing. And you just get wide eyed and he'll be like, his eyes will well up and I don't have to worry about him no more. And he don't do nothing. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not until the next day. Yeah, man. I, listen, I've tried the gangster stuff with my daughter. She's like, Dad, calm down. Oh, yeah, Take no, a deep I breath, can't. Dad. Take a deep breath. <laughs> I'm on, not about Dad. to go for Find it. your happy place, Dad. I'm like, oh, I'm room, room, room. you got me fucked up. I don't try it all. <laughs> you got me fucked up. I'll kill a motherfucker up in this motherfucker. She's like, oh, here, here he goes again. Oh, oh, calm shit. down, Dad. I'm like, damn, that ain't working no more. <laughs> you know, I, 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 that, that doesn't work for my daughter. Yeah. You whip your kid in front of Target? 
in the middle of Target? Could you <laughs> He's in front of Target. Yeah, not in front of Target. Could you whoop your Get in the car. In the you know, we're going to Target. I'm going to whoop your ass right in front of Target. If, it, if, if she was got, acting up. If it got that. Like, what would they up, have to do? Like, if she. I couldn't even imagine, but if she, like, cussed at me or something, talked yeah. back in front of everybody, yeah, it would be a problem. Yeah. Only because that's when it comes into play where I'm like, I'm not your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Your mother who calls me when you're giving her shit. Out of control, yeah, yeah. And then her mom will call me on FaceTime and be like, up, oh, Luna is something, something not listening. And I was like, up, oh, that's because you act like her best friend. <laughs> yeah. I was like, now you got to deal with it. Because I even joke with her mom, like, because her mom's like, you know, petite. But Luna's like longer like me and like her and my sister. And I'm like. You keep acting like this great friend with her. She's going to be whipping your ass soon. <laughs> like, yeah. Pretty soon, she's already damn near getting to your height. And uh, pretty soon, because you keep acting so friendly with her, she's going to be fighting back at fucking 11 years old and shit. Because she's like so little. Her mom is so little. I'm like, yeah, you need to be checking her ass every single time, no matter what. You know, part of the reason I don't think I could... Uh give my son a whooping in public. Not that I give him whoopings at all, but like, bro, have you, remember those public whoopings? You hey, what you talking about? Yeah. I remember, bro, that bar- yeah. remember how embarrassing that was? Well, like, actually, I, I never- school and get a whooping right in front of everybody, you'd be like, oh, I get, I get, thr- I have been slapped in front of people. Yeah, that's the worst thing. The, the embar- it's not even the pain. Right. It's the it's embarrassment not, exactly. of being, in, you know, beat right. in front of your friends because your friends are going to roast you. They're going to tease you. Ooh, you got, you, you got a slap yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they're they, they going to they gonna cook you. They're going to cook yeah, you yeah, for yeah. it. That's I the worst the, part. I think the huge difference in the generations of parents and kids is, like, for us, when our parents were doing that, it instilled something in us where even growing up and you're, as you're getting older, you had a fear of, your father or your mother, even as a teenager, when you was growing up and you was like still in the house. Like you, yeah. and, but you know you could whoop your daddy's ass or whoever's ass, but it was just this fear that you didn't want to fuck up. And that's what people are losing right now with their kids. Yeah. Cause they're just allowing them to just do whatever the fuck they want. And then it's like, all right, when he turns 18, this motherfucker's never gonna listen to what you gotta say. I mean, just think about the way, <clears throat> you know, and obviously this is Austin's right. It does have a lot to do with your, um, it, uh, it's it's a socioeconomical thing too. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I remember my mom, and we, 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 come, we came from Jamaica, but we quickly adopted Detroit ways like that. And I remember, you know, my mom buying juice, juicy juice in the fridge, and then marking the juice with a marker. And, you know, and then I'd drink the juice and I'd fill it with water and she just could tell anyway, it wasn't, it wasn't at the height where the marker was. She put a little mark that I didn't know about. And then I get a beating <laughs> for that shit. But then I go to my white friend's crib and they, 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 they drink it my right white up. friend was pouring juice over their bodies. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, this is my juice, dude. I can do whatever I want. Splash it on the walls, paint the walls with it, feed it to the dog. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, what you doing? You know, oh, that was a whole new world. I used to go to my friend, white friend's house because I could drink unlimited juice because, you know, <laughs> my mom don't drink none of the juice. I put put the, the mark on the juice. You drink some of the juice, and I'm like, no, I can cheat it. It's, it's, it's a couple inches down. I'm like, yo, we doing this? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I agree, but I think it's also a generational thing. That like is what's well. accepted. Yes, you know yes. what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. our parents, you know what they what they had was probably worse. You know what I mean? Like the stuff, the stories my dad told me about his my grandfather. Yeah, like I was terrified of my grandfather. Like what? My, what did he tell you? What did he tell you? My dad yeah, didn't want to be. You know, like he didn't want. Like, you know, the way he was parented, he didn't want to parent us that way. But certain things, it's like you instill the respect, like what you're saying, like in your teen years. Right. Like, you don't want to fuck up. You also, like, you want to straighten up a little bit. Like, yeah. when your dad comes in or your parent, you know, like, there's a certain level of respect, I think. And I agree with you, where, like, you get to a certain age where you're like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, 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 think, I think kids kind of be running houses nowadays yeah, right. yeah for sure yeah, for well i mean sure. you can divorce your parents you can there's a whole bunch of things you can do now you know that it's it's part of that whole sensitive times that we live in now you know you there's certain things you don't 
pack a uh, a Capri Sun in the in the in, in their lunch pail, they'd be like, "Are you being are your house things at home?" <laughs> Yo, it's easy to lose no. control of your kids if you're not around, though. What do you mean? If you're not around your kids and they are in the house by themselves, because you know, um, mom and dad are out doing whatever or working or whatever the circumstance is. Yeah, like it's your house. Yeah. And these these people come back in every now and then, right? You feel like you know you've got a right to do X, Y, and Z, right? And you lose some respect. Um, I don't think, obviously, I don't agree with that. Like it's wrong, but but I can see how it could happen. Let me ask you guys a question. What do you think the difference is? And, I, and this is for everyone. Feel free to, you know, anybody go first. What do you think the major difference is? Like if you get a kid from the Boys and Girls Club to mentor, right? Mm -hmm. And I've seen this time and time again. What do you think the major difference is between mentoring a young child that looks up to you, that wants to be led, that you want to set a good example for, and raising your own child? Like, what, what's what's the difference? Because the principles are pretty much the same. You want to influence them in a good way. You want to teach them skills to survive. And you want to show them some sort of love and affection, whether it's your child or this kid that you're mentoring. But for some strange reason, the kid that you're mentoring, just because they're not your blood, you feel a little more free with them to talk to them about, you know, smoking some weed or talk to them about having sex or doing things like that. You, you know what I'm saying? You You have... For lack of a better word, a small little miniature, um, you know, mano y mano friendship right. with them. Then you have more with your kids. So what's stopping us from having that with our children? Because mm -hmm. they're, they're because because of tradition, because the way we've been raised, and the people that came before us told us this is how you should be with your kid. Don't be their friend. Don't be this. Don't even have that little thing there. Just you, 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 the parent. They do what you tell them to do. They, they were born for you to command them until you know what I mean. Because I've seen that where I've seen people mentor kids, and I'm like, man. That's how I should be with my kids too. That I have a mentor, you know. I think I'm. I think look. I think I will be the opposite of that. So like me and my father, while I had an immense amount of respect for him, um, like he was my best friend. Yeah. You know what I mean. And we talked about everything from birds and the bees to when it became real and I was actually you know sexually active and doing all these different things. Like he was there every step of the way, and I was able to communicate with him like he was one of my boys. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's how I hope to be with with my kids as well, especially my son, my daughter. Uh, it's hard for me to say that. Hey, tell me everything, because I can't. I don't think I can imagine all that. But I also don't want it to be closed, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. So I've got to I've got to figure out how to get over that hurdle in my head. And I've got I've got some time. But yeah, man, I actually would be probably the opposite with. And I've mentored a kid at uh, um, Boys and Girls Club. But he was much younger and I was much younger. I didn't have any kids. But my whole thing when I mentored him was like, look, like I don't know what his situation is at home exactly. I don't know how much love this kid is getting. I don't know any of this. So I'm going to be way more lenient with him than I might be my little cousin or something. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, so I think it's different. But like you said, you don't get a handbook. So your kids, they see real shit every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? You may mentor this kid once a week, twice a week, once a month. You know what I mean? But, but your kids see the same shit the kid that you mentor sees. And the fact of the matter is, the reason why I even pose that question is because sometimes I think that we've adopted some old antiquated ways from our parents, their parents, and their parents before them, and so on and so forth. We have. We have some old school ways that we've adopted because it's just that way. We don't question why it's that way. Like my father used to always say, I'm I'm Catholic. I'm Catholic. And I'm like, why are you Catholic? He's like, because my father was Catholic before him and his father. Was. And I'm like, well, you don't practice nothing. What do you mean? You if you you just can't adopt it, all of us. I think it's absurd and asinine to adopt a way just because our family members and friends and our surroundings were that way without even questioning it. The whole purpose of life is to Ask the question. Sure. Yeah, I might still go ahead and do it. I might still mm -hmm. do it, but let me ask. Why shouldn't I climb out this window? You know what I'm saying? Because there's zombies out there. Well, God, you know, okay, okay, okay. There's zombies out there. I get it. Let me peek. Let me open the way. Right. You, you still have to question things. Yes. Was a zombie analogy? I agree with it. <laughs> I think the phones brought in a kind of a new wave with, with kids, you know, because, you know, up, as a, up to a certain age, you know, like a 10-year-old who has an iPhone has access to information that most parents would have you know had those birds and bees conversations mm -hmm. where it's like mm. they might already know or like 
something they might live in kansas and they might know what's going on in la that like we, we had to get magazines or like tune into yeah you know sports center whatever yeah. like there's so much more access for i think like yeah. the household conversation of like hey here's how we're going to address this is kind of like well that's not what we do anymore like kids know what else is going on around where yeah. like i'm not saying it's right or wrong like but i think the access changes how people like for sure you can't sure. shelter your kid for as long right. you could really really yes. shelter them and i'm th trying to think back to my childhood and my impression from my parents and this might be indicative like of an old way of raising kids they almost tried to make themselves and the world around them seem perfect yes. they never talked to me about them doing drugs they to this day claim they never drank more than they never even drank less like six beers in one night they will not address any of that stuff with yeah. me and uh as a result i don't talk to them about much that's that's probably right. the, that, that's well said you summarize it because that's how i feel but i feel but i do have incredible respect for them i do think they're about as close to perfect parents as you can get mm -hmm. and i always have been in fear of disappointing them and that's what's kept me from doing you know going off the rails ah, okay. that's what i think do you wish that you could share more with them <laughs> At times I do, but I, I don't envy uh, friends and other family members or whoever that have a more relaxed relationship with their parents. I like that my parents are like parents and I like parents, parents, you know, and I, I can't Respectful. imagine talking to them about certain things ever, right. to be honest. And I, I prefer to keep it that way because it right. sounds pretty awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of which, does your daughter have a phone? Uh, no, she, I mean, she has her iPad and I just gave her a phone, but it's not a phone that she like leaves with. It's like, a, she just keeps it at the house. And, got it, got it. But she can access content that she wants. Um, I'm she, just curious. Cause no, I, she could, but she doesn't. Right, right. Cause you gotta monitor that yeah. type of shit. But you know, she just plays Roblox, which I, I still, monitor because yeah, you know yeah. they do weird shit on there bro i didn't get a phone until i got to college what so so crazy enough <laughs> so so yeah, yeah so so i did not have a cell phone until like my freshman year of college bro you didn't have a cell phone in high school oh well, didn't need one i was like i, I was told i didn't need one anyway was yeah, it popping yeah, like yeah. that <laughs> i had a i had a pager and if there was a payphone, would you would you have a pager for Gary? You selling dope? Hey, come on, man. Would you have a pager for come Gary? Come on, man. Relax. <laughs> relax. Uh, <laughs> no, I had a pager, but no cell phone, man. I mean, yeah. they weren't smartphones anyway back then. So what was yeah, it wasn't that something like that. I, I don't. Yeah, I didn't have one until college either. I had a pager too. I wasn't selling no dope. You have cell phones in college? What you thought? What? You in college? Well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> wait, 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 because you. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that so makes sense. We didn't have cell phones. Yeah, we didn't really have them. Because I got my cell phone probably like... Junior, senior year, probably? 10th grade, probably. Yeah, yeah so I was probably in college. Did yeah. you have a cell phone in high school? He had his own I, line I, at the house, though. No, no. I didn't have any of that. I, honestly, I was, I was thinking back to like... I'm 35. So for me, like I grew up kind of in that era right when kids in high school started getting phones. Yeah, yeah. yeah so same. like for me, it was like if I went out and took a... Like if I drove my mom's car somewhere, like I would take her cell phone gotcha. just okay. in case. Okay. Like I'm like, hey, I'm out, I'm driving home or something like that. That was yeah. the extent of it. But I never, I didn't have my own line. I didn't have a phone. Like I, I, I like, I appreciate that. Like kind of that I was able to grow up that way to be like, I'm expected to be home at a certain time. Yeah, you know, like I like you were able to learn kind of the finesse of like getting in and out and like mm -hmm. like figuring out how to get home and being a problem solver you know like of a certain age and not using like the phone as kind of like uh you know like a i don't know like it's just i think it i think it changed how i how i grew up so with that with that being said about being a problem solver and you know and, and figuring things out would you say that this generation is soft any of you because sure. the, the big thing is go ahead rob i'm sorry no, I was just saying for sure. Yeah. So you, okay. So what do you mean by soft? Like they're they're not great problem solvers. Like kids like, who are born in the era of like like after nineteen ninety type like that generation like ninety five and later. So what is it called? Generation X. No, what's it called? 
Generation Z? Z. Gen Z, yeah. Because the argument, I hear a lot of people, and I'm not saying this is me, I'm just an observer, okay? I like to observe. Um, the only person, O'Neill said this. I've heard a lot of people say, well, you know, the reason why the suicide rate is up with these young people is because they're softer. They're, you know, back then, you know, we had to deal with being poor and getting teased and bullied and getting hung outside. No, the, no, no Instagram, Facebook, though. No Instagram, no, no Facebook. Yeah, none, none, none of that stuff. So, yeah, the, the argument is that they're just softer. They can't deal with the pressure that we were forced to deal with, right? And when I hear that, I understand the points, I do, but I also understand the points that people are not bringing up there. Okay, that was a lot of trauma, though. That was a lot of trauma. And, you know, um, I know that trauma can forge you and form you in a certain way and be a detriment to you. Now, I could easily say I know a lot of people that grew up in traumatic situations, beat up, bullied, uh, whippings with extension cords when they came out of the shower, all sorts of stuff, and they're successful well-adjusted people. Right. I know people... Gen Gen Z, like I actually did see this stat, the yeah. number one um, like aspirational job is influencer. Like for... Yeah. So it's like all that does is show you the easy way. Yeah. Like this yeah. is a life hack, like how you can make the most money and do the least amount of work. Yeah. We didn't grow up that way. Which, which, which... I, let me just say this. I'm, yeah, no, I'm heavy. Which I, I agree with. Yes, I saw that stat too. But on the flip side, and again, I'm not taking any side. But on the flip side, these these kids are they're 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 figuring out how to make millions faster, I'm not right? They're not and smart. the opportunities are just happening I'm faster, about right? Soft or like being. I'm saying like that's the aspiration is to do the least. Of, I mean, like I said, it's not like not get your hands dirty type work. You know what I mean? Right. That's all. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, I'm sorry. sorry. There's a lot of I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to say real quick, it is easier for them to figure out ways to get money quicker, but there's no longevity in it. And then as soon as that doesn't work anymore, that's when they become this broken down, crumble, yeah. whatever, whether they're a teenager, adult, it doesn't matter, but Gen Z, whatever. That's when it becomes they become that broken down person where it's like, oh, well, what else can I do? And there's plenty of other things that you could do, but you relied on this one thing that, which was maybe, you know, being an influencer. Yeah, short sighted for sure. Yeah, so like I think that's what it what was really happening, and I think that is all part of the agenda, and that's what's how it's working for social media and everybody. That makes and sense. Everything that we've ever talked about, or even the you know, the social dilemma thing we just spoke about, yeah. like that's how it's all working. And they don't care who's being affected by it. They just need them to use it for a certain amount of time. Get as many teenagers or young adults to use this and want to be influencers because it's helping them. And then as soon as there's nothing else for them to do, it's like they feel like they're left out and they say there's nothing for them to do. And then that's when they become you know, suicide or whatever it is. I don't like saying that, but, you know, then it's the worst for them because it's like, oh, I just relied on this so much and now I have nothing else. I'm going I'm to I'm go back to one thing. So for me, uh, I think kids now, I'm not saying we didn't have an easy life. I don't think either one of us, I know you're both of your stories, I don't think anybody had an easy life. But the kids these days, like, I think they got it tougher than we had it. Um. And I think they have it tougher socially, right? I think there's a lot of things that we were able to maybe brush off or it only spread, it spread like wildfire, but it may have spread to 20 kids. Now you it's have like things spreading to, warfare. yeah, now you have yeah. things spread into potentially millions of people. It's a great point. Like you see a meme and some little girl in high school or whatever, it's her face and she's like, oh shit. Yeah, like, that's a great point. And I, I, so I think calling them soft is, uh, Maybe uh, not the right description. I think they. I think they may be um, n not dealing with adverse um, adversity as well. Yeah. But calling them soft is, pro is probably the wrong description. Yeah, that, that's that's a great point. I mean, we didn't have any of that to deal with. Yeah, we didn't have any of that to deal with. Listen, have, man, we, we they have fewer tools and different problems. Is one way I would put it. True. Fewer yeah, tools true. and different problems. This is a. Subject we could talk about for like two hours, man. But unfortunately, our time is up, man. And we can uh, talk about Jerry Jones, dog. Uh, 
<laughs> Jerry Jones. Gary. <laughs> now y'all see why I don't like Gary. Now y'all see. I don't want this to be edited out. We I want keep letting see. him slide, man. With Jerry Jones? Yeah, man. Man, I mean, you know, listen, I want to like talk about him too. Huh? Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And if you want to hear our thoughts on Jerry Jones and, you know, us not letting the motherfucker slide. They letting him slide. Right they letting him slide. They letting him slide. I ain't gonna say nothing next. <laughs> Stephen, they let him slide, and Stephen, they let Kyrie slide. Man, we got a lot to say about that, man. We do. You know what I'm saying? But um, tune in next time. Like and subscribe. Three black so, guys on the couch. I'm O'Neal, Gary, Rob. Appreciate you. What'd you say? What'd you say, Austin? Said, don't, don't, don't spank your kids. Don't spank your kids. <laughs> hey, don't, don't spank your kids. Don't, don't be like our parents were. Look at this. Look how messed up we is. <laughs> Doing shit like this, man. All right, thank you. <laughs> oh.